Life is busy. Disciple making is slow, but we can find rest and hope in Jesus. Welcome to 419 Moment of Encouragement, created to bring you short messages, scriptures, testimonies, and prayers to keep us focused on the kingdom of God and His promises. Hello, and welcome to this episode of A Moment of Encouragement. My name is Beth Laurie, and I'm your guide. Before we get started today, I wanted to make an announcement. Our weekly Moment of Encouragement is moving to Wednesdays, starting next week. So on March the 30th, look for your next episode after today. And then also subscribe to our new podcast called Entrusted by God. It is a wonderful way of learning how to live as stewards of Jesus Christ and using of your time, talent, and treasures. So as we start today, I have a question for you. How do you react when things go wrong? Do you bring panic or peace to a situation? Think about Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane with his disciples. When Judas arrives with the chief priest and the elders, Peter panics and cuts off the servant's ear. Peter is ruled by fear. Peter continued to panic and fled with the other disciples. Jesus, however, had a different response. His behavior at his betrayal shows us a power of peace. His response diffused the tension. In Matthew 26, 52, Jesus said, Put your sword back into its place. For all who take the sword will perish from the sword. Then Jesus miraculously heals the ear of the servant. Jesus wanted to bring peace. He could do that in an uncertain moment because Jesus' peace came from knowing the Father who was in control and that things were going according to his plan. Jesus wants his disciples to learn to live in peace the peace of God, God's plans, and he wants them to learn it well. Jesus brings peace to his disciples who are hiding after the crucifixion. Remember when the disciples found out that Jesus was not in the tomb and they were waiting together anxiously? Hear the scripture in John twenty nineteen through 22. With the door shut for fear of persecution, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. And when he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus came bringing peace. Peace be with you. It's perhaps more than a greeting. If it's an instruction, it seems to point to peace that is beyond our comprehension. It's an awareness that is above the crisis or the situation. But where does the peace come from? If the disciples had been taking proper notes while Jesus was teaching them in the upper room just a few days earlier, they would have learned the answer. See, back in John 16, 33, 
In that moment, Jesus said, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take courage. I have come, I have overcome the world. Peace comes from being with Jesus rather than the world. Jesus said he had overcome or conquered the world. Knowing that, knowing that, deeply, deeply knowing that is what gives us peace. Knowing God is in control gives us peace. In Gethsemane, the disciples forgot Jesus' teaching and his call to courage. Abstract teaching needs something concrete to reinforce it. So three days later, when Jesus appeared in their house, undeterred by closed doors, he showed them his wounds as a concrete demonstration of his victory. Jesus was alive in the flesh. He had indeed overcome. True peace is possible for everyone who courageously faces the screaming opposition of the world, opposition to all the world tells us. See, for peace to come, we have to cross borders. Whether it's stepping outside of our comfort zone to experience the peace of God or to act as a mediator and bring peace between people. Slow, painful, and sacrificial. That is the way of Christ. He modeled it for us, and He asked us to see His kingdom and His ways past our understanding. This is faith. It is through faith that we can bring peace. Each of us wants to become more like Jesus, and he's modeled for us. And many of us have learned to bring peace even in crisis. I see it. You probably see it. It's why in troubled places around the world, I've noticed followers of Jesus so often are the first to arrive and the last to leave. So think about your life for a moment. When things are not going well, do you get upset, scared, tactical? Do you fear the worst or respond in fear? Or do you bring peace? Do you respond in love? Do you bring the opposite of what you see, the opposite of what the world thinks? The only true way to bring peace is to bring the peacekeeper. Jesus Christ. We must spend so much time allowing that breath of the Holy Spirit to become the ruler of our heart and our mind and our life, and thus allowing His leading in our actions. Very simply, life lived with God brings peace over panic. It brings utter sufficiency to God to every need, increasingly over the facts. Do you believe God will give you everything for every situation? Hear his words. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What shall man do to me? In life or death, no matter what comes, we are more than conquerors through Him who loves us. Perfect love cast out fear. 
As God transforms our heart and mind, we react differently. We move from panic to peace. We carry that peace to others. We say, peace be with you, and experience the calming of the storm or the situation, both within us and around us. It is unexplainable, it's countercultural, and it's a beautiful gift from God. My encouragement for you today, dear friends, peace be with you. May the peace of Christ live within you and among you. Join us next time as we stay faithful and find joy in our journey with Jesus.